What's up? It's time to do the thing again. Welcome everyone to this edition of the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, powered by GorillaPosition.com and presented by Hameen Media. On this edition of Hitting the Marks, we've got a very special interview with our special guest, Mr. Ryan K. Bowman. But before we get to the interview, it's my obligation to tell you this is a podcast by the fans for the fans, bringing you all the news that is news from across the professional wrestling world. We're talking creative as well as the business behind this business that is the crazy world of professional wrestling. You can find the show on Twitter at HTMPWPod, on Facebook at Hitting the Marks. Drop us an email at hittingthemarks at gmail.com. My name is Jarko. I'll be your host for the day. Joined, as always, alongside my Huckleberry, RBV, Rick. Welcome to your it's show. It's me. It's me. It's that R to the B to the V. Rick Vickery here. And I'm going I'm to mix it up a little bit. You know, this isn't about trying to put myself over, but rather this is about a very special episode of the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. You know, this is about a very talented individual that, that pro wrestling enthusiasts, they need to familiarize themselves with. They, they need to know who this gentleman is. They need to know what he is all about, what, what his project stands for. You know, this is about a white, hot news source that's core journalistic values and philosophies. I mean, they're so old school. They're so traditional. You know, they might seem somewhat bizarre to this new era fan, but this is really the way business should be handled. Of course, the new source I'm talking about is the GorillaPosition.com, and I would like to welcome back to the show and, and introduce Mr. Ryan K. Bowman. Ryan, how are you, sir? After that intro, I'm doing great. I might, I really appreciate that. I might need a cigarette after that one. That was, that was a pretty good warm up. Hey, there we go. You know, we, we're we're trying to make you feel comfortable, make you trying to make you feel at, at home here with us. And, and, I, and I do want to say out there, I want to reiterate to the listeners that, that Jargo and I, we're not playing the role of, of Vince McMahon's yes men here. You know, this 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 has nothing to do. Or I guess it has very little to do with our affiliation with the GorillaPosition.com. You know, we just we firmly believe in the direction and the stories that, that you're trying to get out there to reach the masses. It's it's such a tremendous concept, and it's refreshing uh, what we've become so familiar with here with, you know, our just the run-of-the-mill dirt sheets in professional wrestling. I would just like I to point I, out quickly oh, that okay. if we were the McMahon Stooges, I would be Patterson and you would be Briscoe. Hey, dude, you can beat Patterson all day. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan. Boy, there's a lot of jokes there. <laughs> Now, I, I appreciate the kind words. I think uh, with Mike and I, we're both uh, we've both been doing the journalism thing for a long time. I mean, we've we've got over forty years' experience between the two of us. We're not we we haven't been part of the internet wrestling community. Mike, uh, his background is in magazines and and uh, digital media. Mine's in newspapers. Uh, I was a sports writer. Mike was an entertainment writer. So when we put all this together, we're both massive wrestling fans. We've written about wrestling before, but we decided if we were going to ever do it again. Uh, that we wanted to do something completely different. Um, and at, we waited 10 years, actually, to do this. So uh, we, we've had a lot of time to really think about it. Now, I want to kind of go back there. I, I know our listeners, they're familiar with you, Ryan. Uh, you're, you're very present, you know, especially in the, cir- the professional wrestling circles that we run in. Uh, why don't, why don't you, you know, who is Mike, uh, for those out there that might not know? Uh, my, my partner is Michael Melkor. He's actually based uh, just outside of Louisville, Kentucky, um, he was he former editor at Backstage Pass magazine. Uh, actually, originally came from Florida, covered a lot of the entertainment scene in Daytona uh, before he got old and settled down and moved up north. Uh, and no, and in all seriousness, Mike is a very uh, brilliant guy. Um, attends uh, right now, finishing up his degree at Indiana University. So I'm very blessed. I, I kind of have a uh, yin to my yang. Um, for all the things I can't do, he knows how to do and, and kind of vice versa. So we, we kind of balance each other out and, and we've been friends for 12 years, uh, worked together at 411 mania years ago. Shout out to those guys. I love those guys still. Um, but I, I just kind of got away from the business and everything for about 10 years. And, and I, I decided, you know, I was tired about writing about sports and I wanted to do something fun and I was in a position to do it. So I just called up Mike and said, Hey, let's finally do this. Out of curiosity, when you say that you got away from the business, was there something that drove you away from the business and then has now brought you back? Or was it just uh, timing kind of where you were in life at that point? I always tell everybody, and then I'm not afraid to talk about this because I've written about it. I always tell everybody I had a tremendous elbow problem. I couldn't stop bending it. Uh, <laughs> so I had a, a span of years where, quite frankly, I stayed away from people a lot because, uh, and people I knew in the business uh, a lot because 
wrestling wasn't good for me. Uh, I, I would go to shows and go on and leave for a weekend and be gone and all hell would break loose. You know, I wouldn't care. Uh, or at other points, uh, you know, I, I just kind of given up on a lot of things in life that I, I used to have passion for and I lost it. And luckily I've made a lot of turnarounds and, and, and part of launching the website is kind of part of my own personal journey as well. So it, it kind of all ties together in a lot of ways. Well, we're glad to have you back in more ways than one. Yeah. I'll put it to you like this. My return to wrestling came uh, laying in a hospital bed in pretty serious condition. And I hadn't watched in a while and I, I hadn't paid attention. And uh, when you're incapacitated and have nothing to do, your television becomes uh, pretty much your best friend. And all of a sudden there was Monday Night Raw again. And I thought, you know what? I've got nothing else going on. I'm going to watch it. And, and that's when I discovered NXT, the changes they had made with NXT, and NXT kind of hooked me back into the business, really, and uh, and made me realize, hey, there's there's a lot of positive things going on, and and of course Ring of Honor, and 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 keeping up with some of the guys that I met my first go around in the business, you know, it it's amazing to me this guy that I saw in uh, I, I think it was in Tennessee or North Georgia or wherever now is one of the greatest wrestlers in the world, and AJ Styles, you know, when he was a kid, you know, it, it you you just the things that the things that you got to see or seeing CM Punk come through Louisville at one time, you know, when when he wrestled Eddie Guerrero and and then, you know, obviously the history that went on from there, you know, uh, so to step away for so many years and then come back, it's it's been an interesting experience. You know, I think it's it's beyond cool to me, Ryan, that that you're so open, that, you know, that you, you'll get your story out there. You know, you weren't in the best place there. Dark times. Uh, and you don't shy from those. You, you embrace them now as part of that fuel, uh, what, you know, what drives that desire to move forward. It's just, you know, for those out there listening, how I came to, to know Ryan, uh, it was almost completely by accident. We ended up in the same conversation, uh, same chat thread. I don't know what really kind of sparked it there between us. Uh, but, you know, he kind of reached out to me there and explained what was going on with the grillposition.com. And, and I was very intrigued. Uh, and as I got to know him and he got to know me, he, you know, he could see that, you know, that maybe I was dealing with some of the, you know, the same demons uh, or whatnot that, that he had seen in his past. And it's always, you know, something that I've just always held to my heart that, and have enjoyed being able to work with him over these last couple of months is he's always been kind of there to lend me some advice, uh, to kind of stand by me, to keep me moving. And these opportunities that, that he has given me personally here with, you know, to contribute over at the or, you know, and carrying the hitting the marks Pro wrestling podcast, it's just been unbelievable. And, and through his encouragement, you know, I've been able to find a, a great deal of drive and, and, and it's not to, you know, kind of to toot my own, my own horn there. It's to speak to, you know, how much this movement that Ryan has going on, you know, how much it really means. I really appreciate that. I, I, I'm kind of blown away by that, actually. But I, I do. I, I mean, I think the biggest thing that anybody can do is uh, I, I always tell everybody it, it may not you may not have the same problems that I had or or you may not even have problems as big as I had. But I think the one thing that I take out of what I do every day with the gorilla and, and just being able to create something is you all, everybody needs something that's just theirs. Uh, and when you lose that. Um, you're you're liable to go down any dark alley that might be out there. Uh, for me now, the grill position is mine. When I look at that logo, I designed it. Uh, the name I I I tra trademarked all this. This is all me and and my partner that I brought in. And I said, you're the one guy I, I've always said I would work with. And now it's all coming together. It, it, in life, really, once you find your niche, things come full circle. In my and I think that's true in pro wrestling or or in any anything that you want to pursue. So let's talk a little bit about gorillaposition.com or the gorillaposition.com. I've made that mistake more than once. Um, Everybody's been doing that, but that's fine. Uh, I always tell everybody I, I, I would rather, even if you mispronounce us, if you mess up our name, whatever, at least you're talking about us. You and know, that's it's the biggest part of the whole deal. It's kind of funny because I, of all people, should know better. I was in a band at one time called Urban Hate Machine. And we just, because we wanted to call the band Um. That was really what the goal was. And then we found out that bands with the word the in the title made 20% more money than those without. I'm pretty sure you can thank the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, the Backstreet Boys for that honor. So we changed our name to The Um. So we were the Urban Hate Machine. So I, of all people, should get the gorillaposition.com. 
what makes you guys different? I, your format is so different than what anybody else is doing on the web right now. Everybody else is doing dirt sheets, backstage rumors, TMZ, lowbrow humor. And then I come across your guys' website and it's completely different. Why don't you explain to people why to go to the gorilla position rather than any of those other terrible websites? Well, I don't know about it. I mean, it's so terrible. It's just they, they have a very different style. Um, and obviously you have the TMZ thing is a great example because it, it does seem to me to be that way. And again, I, I started doing this a long time ago when the IWC was quote unquote new. And um, and I, I did it for a couple of years and it just seemed to me to be a lot of the same things and a lot of the same recycled stuff. I, I typically try to stay away from even looking at other people's sites because I don't want it to affect my content, I've made the mistake of saying, oh, I got to print this spoiler. I've got to publish this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I pull back and I feel like crap. I honestly, I hate, I hate spoilers. I hate, I hate a lot of gossip. And, and, you know, I've ran into the situation too, where, you know, I have to, I have some people that I'm personally connected to in the wrestling business and I got to kind of watch what I say, you know, cause I don't want to get a phone call from somebody, you know, and then that's kind of another thing that I, I think that, uh, people have to appreciate is, is that, you know, if you're going to deal with personalities and performers, you're dealing with their money, um, their perception and their image is their money. So if you hurt that, they're not going to want to work with you. So you, while you do have to be a critic, you also have to be fair and you also have to know where to draw the line. And, and I've always kind of tried to follow that. I think you guys do it stupendously. You were kind of hitting there these connections that you made. I was going to ask you through through all these crazy adventures of yours everything that you've, you've kind of developed here in the world of professional wrestling. I mean, you, you've made some great contacts. You know, it seems as if, you know, impact wrestling, ring of honor, uh, NWA, they've been very open to working with you. I mean, to the point where, you know, we've had some personal conversations. You let me know you, you got to the point where you've gotten to know so many of these talents on a personal level. You know, any, any favorite interviews or just personalities out there that, that you love working with? One of my favorite guys to talk to, and we don't have a like a, a friendship, friendship, but I've I've interviewed him about I guess three times now. I love EC3. He's to me he's one of the funniest guys. Just naturally, he can go in between from the gimmick to the real guy and still be funny both ways. I, I got to tell you, he's always a blast to talk to. As far as guys like personally in the business, I, a lot of the guys that I've I've become close to are, are ones that maybe you wouldn't associate with being big stars. I, I'm. I'm pretty good friends with Sean Stasiak. I just called him for Thanksgiving, actually. And I know some people have negative thoughts about him because he didn't do whatever he did. in the As a person, he's one of the best people I've ever met. Same thing with Lodi, uh, Brad Kane, uh, one of the one of the better people you'll ever know. A uh, guy that I, I, I got to know him and some of Sonny Siaki, former TNA wrestler. I, I wrote a story about him on Father's Day. Some of the, the, the closer people I've gotten to are the ones whose stories I had to dig down to find. And I think the reason uh, that we became close is they appreciated that somebody talked about them and their story or their situation as opposed to always talking about John Cena or Roman Reigns, which there's nothing wrong with that, but there's other stories out there in pro wrestling. I'm curious, when it comes to EC3, have you guys ever been having a conversation where you like genuinely get him just like popping like crazy to where he's just laughing his ass off? I've gotten him... Uh, just this last one. Finally, the, the first time I, I didn't know what, how to take him because he was sort of pretty seriously in character. And so I didn't know, are we going kayfabe on this or should I? And that's the other thing when you're dealing with these guys, you don't know how far into shoot they want to go, you know? So you're, you're like, okay, should I, should I play along with the EC3 thing or blah, 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 blah. So the first couple of times we, we did anything, I kind of just went along with whatever he was doing. And then finally this, I don't remember what I said, but he finally kind of broke up on me. And I, I thought, well, I got him. Because I, I think I referenced his Twitter feed, which is, if, if you're a wrestling fan, there's a few. You have to follow Rip Rogers on Twitter. You got to follow EC3 also because he's hilarious. Well, and the, the thing about EC3 is his delivery, is he d delivers everything so straight-faced and dry that it's absolutely hilarious. But he's just like stone-facing it. So I want to hear that guy just completely lose his mind laughing just to hear what it sounds like. If he has that like super villain maniacal <laughs> laugh that he puts on TV or, or I want to know what it sounds like when EC3 I'll is just it. laughing I'll his ass off. Got to hear this. Got to hear the, the, the impact people. I, and, you know, 
that's another thing is when you start talking about the personal and the professional aspect, I'll be the first guy to tell you, I know impacts made mistakes. I, I mean, I'm not, I don't have my head in the sand and I'm not a mark for them. I don't, I'm not a sellout for them. I understand that at the same time, I deal with those folks on a, on a daily basis. They've always, all I can ever do with anybody is deal with them, how they deal with me. They've never done anything but treat me with respect. They've given me an opportunity to come in the door. Um, so I'm not going to turn around and bash them. I will acknowledge they've had problems. I will acknowledge I, I can't believe that they're still in existence with all the times they've been pronounced dead on arrival. But at the same time, you know, I'm not going to turn around and slam a company that has opened the door, not just to me, but to all the media once a week to do a press conference and things like that. So you, you have to take the good with the bad. You can be a critic of the product, but at the same time, why are you going to root against a company that's putting people to work in this industry? It, it makes no sense. And, and right. at the same time, it's benefiting us. I, I can't tell you how many people I know in our side of the business that are on that Wednesday. I hear the same voices that are on that, that Wednesday conference call, and they're all living that same dream. Uh, whether anybody wants to know, everybody's living that same dream that, hey, I am somebody in this business. And to get to be on that call for a lot of us, it's it's an honor. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to turn around and, you know, piss on an, a company after they give you that that respect and that privilege. Now, now Ryan, I, I, you know, kind of what you're talking about there with these great relationships that you have with everyone. I, I kind of got two, two, two more questions kind of in that direction. I know this isn't really your style. Uh, you've been sitting here singing the praises of so many, so many great talents out there. Are there any just flat out pricks that you've worked with? <laughs> uh, nobody's really. Oh man, I haven't. Honestly, in comparison to uh, professional mainstream sports, the athletes in professional wrestling are fabulous. I mean, they're they're uh, they It is night and day. Now, I'm not saying every NFL player or Major League Baseball player or anybody like that's always been. But as a general rule, wrestlers are pretty open to working with you if you if they once they get a sense that you're not trying to bury them or you're not trying to spoil the milk, so to speak. Uh, I, I've never really had a negative negative experience. I did write a story for Impact that a certain heavyweight champion apparently didn't like very much, and I, I don't I don't know. We've never talked about it, so I haven't heard. But uh, yeah, I did hear Eli had a little beef with something, but I've never, I've never heard back from him on it. So I guess it wasn't a big deal. Um, but you know that happens every now and then, and and you never know when you're going to catch somebody on a bad day. So have you, have you, you talked to Eli everything. on the phone? Yes. Does <laughs> do, when times. when he starts a conversation, does he start with "Let me tell you something, dummy"? Because he should. No, he probably will the next time. <laughs> he should. <laughs> he should. I would. If I was Eli Drake, I would start every conversation like that. The 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 amazing transformation that he's made as the champion, and and it. I saw the clip. We actually posted part of the clip last night of the Turkey Day thing that he did. You know, he's just gotten better and better on the mic. You know, regardless of him criticizing anything I've done, I I, I will put him over as really great in that role and has far exceeded what I expected. So I, I'll, I'll give him, I'll give him props, even if he won't give me any. And, <laughs> and I'm kidding. Actually, we, the interviews I've done with him were really great. I think there was just some statistical stuff or stuff that I think we, we got mixed up and we got it taken care of. But I, I always make the joke that, yeah, here I am. I got this great relationship with the company and then I piss off the champ of all. <laughs> I don't watch impact right. a lot, but when I do, Drake is always the highlight of the show. I really, really like him being their champion, being a homegrown star. I know that he had history outside of the company, but Eli Drake feels like an impact wrestling character, not a transplant from somewhere else. Yeah, I think that he looks the part of a champion. He's just the right size, got the right look. You know, he's a handsome guy. He can work the mic. He 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 works well in the ring. He did some stuff at at the pay per view that uh, the bound for glory pay-per-view that I, it, it shocked me. I, I mean, he, he walked up the ropes like they were nothing. And I thought, I, I've never really seen this guy do this before. So he's really, I think been impressive in that role. The biggest thing I, I hope for impact is that this movie to Canada is a, is a positive for them. Um, there's again, some cost cutting measures uh, to that end. And, and I also would be completely shocked if Scott Demore, his uh, promotion, down south there isn't involved with some sort of developmental deal with them once they get things rolling it would make sense at least for them to do that so 
I'm just hoping this whole geographical change for them works out. You know, obviously, I hope it works out because I have a great relationship with them. So I want to keep that going, you know. Now, Ronnie, I figured when I threw out that questionnaire, you weren't going to dish up to dirt on anybody. I mean, so let's face it, you know, that's not your style. And that's the point of this interview. That's why thegirlposition.com is so different than the other, the other news sources that are out there. So I want to go at this with another approach. And I know you're, you're very happy in a committed relationship. You guys said you're, you're going on your, your third set of holidays. You know, that's just, that's magnificent, wonderful. Congratulations for all that. But I, I got to know, does, does Mickey ever get jealous or worried that you have so many of these knockout phone numbers, you know, right there at the push of a button? Oh, I think it's more uh, sarcastic comments, <laughs> you know, just uh, joking around, just something to give me crap. You know, uh, the, the, the great thing is, you know, all the all the ladies, especially at Impact, are, are just they've all been very sweet and polite. And, and I had a chance to have an interview, you know, with Allie and she was just absolutely one of the nicest people you talk to. And, you know, one of the great moments of my year this year was having Karen put me over in the middle of a press conference. So I was like, so I'm a Karen Jarrett fan for life now, no matter if anybody <laughs> likes her or not. Oh, I say, yeah, she, she won you over there, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. She, she paid my mother a compliment. So that's always a good thing, you know? So it's, it's, it's funny though, because at the end of the day, I, I get to the point and I hate the, the term surreal because it's overused now, but it's strange to see. I'm watching, you know, when I'm watching Bound for Glory and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I know this person, I know this person. And to go back 20 years, and I had this conversation with Mike today when we huddled up and had a little conference. Uh, you know, if I if you'd have told me in 97, as I'm watching the Monday Night Wars, you know, hey, you're going to be, I, I made the joke, you know, hey, you're going to be getting a text message from Conan. First, I would have said, what's a text message? And then I would have yeah. said, no way, that's ever going to happen in my life, you know, and, and, and stuff like that's happening now. So, you know, you, all you can do is sit back and appreciate it and, and just love it. Love the ride. You know, <laughs> you're getting all these, all these great contacts, you know, you're receiving texts, phone calls, you're talking to some of the biggest names in this industry. How do, how do you get to that point? I mean, where's that start? I mean, you know, how do you, I, I don't know, maybe even get the nerve to, to reach out. What's the process? Well, that is one thing. I'm not very shy about anything. I, I always say, you know, after everything I've gone through in life, I, I live without fear or shame, you know. And uh, But at the same time, there, I, I go back to how all this started is I was writing for a website and I did a feature story about people I thought should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. One of the names I mentioned was Bill Apter, who should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Absolutely. And um I, I I reached out to Bill and just I just sent him a story. I said, I after everything you've done, I wanted you to see this. And it sparked up a friendship. And actually Bill Bill is Uncle Willie now. I mean, he's my mentor. He's the one talking to Bill convinced me I can do this. I can write about something I absolutely adore, which is professional wrestling, and make a living out of it. And I can leave sports behind because I've already done my time there. Now I get to do something fun. And I wouldn't be anywhere without Bill. I, I, I'll be the first one to, to say that. I think he's he's not only the, the greatest journalist in the history of, of wrestling, uh, he's the guy that laid the foundation for everybody that came after him, in my mind. Uh, uh, he's also a legitimate, legitimately should be in the WWE Hall of Fame this year. And, um, and also he's a wonderful person and a great friend. So I... I I can honestly say it all started with meeting Bill after. It's pretty, you know, pretty evident the influence that he has had on your on your path through professional wrestling. Uh, it, so much of you know of what he has set forth as the precedent. You know, it really shows a lot in, in what you guys are, are presenting over at thegrillization.com. Yeah, we are very after mag style. We're very old school style, and, and uh, I, I tell everybody all the time i know it's i know it's a well, it's a work i get it you know and you can't write like pwi used to like Stu Sachs and and craig peters and and bill and those guys did but i try to toe that line to where we're it's a shoot but we still want that elements of the work to make it fun to make the story still fun to make it flow uh i don't i don't want an essay from somebody breaking down how to do an arm drag i mean that that is a drag you know, I mean, right. these I, I don't go back and watch matches from 20 years ago and break down how a guy did a standing suplex. I, I, I do not have an interest in that. And I think 90 percent of the people that watch wrestling, let alone on this planet, you know, couldn't care less. And so I, I just 
I feel like at some point you have to still you have to be technical, but you still have to have the fairy tale and the magic there. And that's what I'm trying to balance at the gorilla position. Well, you you had kind of mentioned before, you know, you were talking about the difference between uh, the dirt sheets, the TMZ style, and what you're presenting. Is there was there ever been a challenge, or is it maybe continuing now, to to try to relate that to this modern fan, to why it's important that maybe they they should be interested in these type of features, uh, these exclusives, what you're presenting over, I, I don't know, you know, just the slanderous kind of material that we've come so accustomed to today. Well, I don't I don't want to obviously accuse anybody out there of slander, and and I don't want to throw other. I mean, there's other really fantastic websites out there. It's just Again, I, I I get to the point that I, I want to be different than everybody, and I guess my biggest my biggest I wouldn't say piece of advice, but the biggest thing I would say as far as my goal is that I I, I don't necessarily have to have everybody in the business love me or like me, but I, I surely want them to respect me, and I want them to know that I have their best interests in mind, and I think that's where we run into a big problem, is in journalism we're taught ethics and responsibility. And that's something that, it, not just in wrestling, but in our society in general, has kind of gone out the window. There's a lot of things I could write about people in the wrestling business. That There's a lot of things I, I, I may have written down or recorded. I have no idea. I should probably go back and check. That people probably wouldn't want anyone to know, but they know that I'm not going to repeat it. And so, it, it and, I, and that's, that's something that I learned from Bill, is that you have to be, you have to be able to cross that line and shake somebody's hand and say, it's okay, I'm here for you on this one. You know, once in a while, it's okay to pass up the hot story, the steam. It's okay to pass up the steam every now and then to keep your integrity. And, and that's what I hope we do. God, I wish our mainstream media had that same code of ethics. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it, it's, it truly is like a lost, a lost art. Uh, before you know, before we kind of jump into the future of the GrillPosition.com, all the exciting things you got, you're looking forward to in 2008. I, I kind of want to go back real in quick. 2008 or in 2018. You know, time machine, man. It's a DeLorean thing. Going I'm on. looking yeah, for man. Kushida, the flux, the flux capacitor. <laughs> well, I, I want to go back and talk. Oh, maybe we. Well, let's go back to 2008 then, if, if, with Ryan's credentials. Uh, like you know, you said he he had left professional wrestling. Uh, he was out there. I know he was been in other reporting on different forms of sports, different entertainment. I know he has a great deal of passion towards uh, baseball. Why don't you share some of those credentials? Because I know that you, your, some of your columns have been picked up in some pretty major media outlets. Uh, yes, so let's see. Uh, well, over if you go way back, Sporting News, uh, we uh, Miami Herald. Obviously, I contribute there all the time now. Uh, I did a lot of regional stuff, a lot of. Uh, Southern Illinois and the Belleville News Democrat, a lot of the McClatchy newspaper group stuff that also owns the Miami Herald. Uh, gosh, radio. I, I did uh, Sun Radio Network down in Tampa, Florida when I was a teenager, actually. I, I did network radio before I could drive a car. Um, I, there, there's just, a, I got started at 14 and, and I got, I was fortunate enough to be around the right people. And, and I've always said this, that I, I learned from old guys. And, you know, Richard Pryor used to say, you don't get old being a fool. And so I, I listened to, you know, I, I give Bill a lot of crap sometimes for being an old guy, but you know, that old guy has more knowledge probably than I'll ever learn. So sometimes you have to be willing to listen. And, and I also think, uh, we move too fast on the IWC way too fast. We jump on stuff way too quick and the flavor of the month becomes the flavor of the second. And, uh, uh, I, I think that I learned in my past and in, in being burned in sports, in mainstream sports, that uh, you can't do that. You just can't do it. You have to sometimes be patient. And I think those trials and tribulations in the past taught me that level of patience. Did you send him the questions? Did you like Donna Brazil me? No, man. Because Ryan's given great answers here. Like I, I feel like I feel like there's a Donna Brazil work going on here. No, I. I... I didn't know if he actually wanted to make this a complete work. I offered up to have some insight into what we were doing here. And he gave me a a very stern note. We're coming in hot. I like to be fresh. So this is this is all natural, man. This is a this is a shoot. He's so much more professional than we are. 
Oh, I disagree. I politely disagree. I got to tell you guys, I love, I love the show. And one of the reasons I wanted to come on is I, 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 you guys are really just getting things. You're like us. You're just getting rolling, and now you've got all this momentum. So it kind of makes sense that I would be here. I love, I love listening to you guys. I like, uh, and I especially, I really appreciate. And I did send out a personal note to Rick. I love the Raw and SmackDown previews that you've been producing for us, Rick, because it's just, it's like the perfect table setter for the night you know so we that's I, that's one of the things that I'm, I'm looking forward to you know the relationship growing with you guys too because i think as you as your show keeps going it's just going to get better and better as well careful you I keep putting him over his ego is going to get huge I, uh, I, I was gonna say you know what I, I really i really like doing the previews because you know they're they are kind of what the grillposition.com represents you know it's just straightforward this is what it's about we're trying to hype it up you know, I don't have to be my asshole self and give my opinion on everything to turn everyone off. I'm just giving them what's happening and trying to get them excited for, for the program. Well, it used to be that the magazines were there to support the product. And at a certain point, the dirt sheets took over and just wanted to tear apart the product. And it seems like the GorillaPosition.com is really trying to bring back that older... We're here to support the product, not just tear it apart and tell you everything that they're doing wrong. And that's why I go there every single day. Well, I've had a lot of people in wrestling tell me, well, you know what I appreciate that you put a link to everything. This is where we got it from. This is why, or, or for example, when I, I was working with Impact, and, and I'm not afraid to tell everybody, I, I posted underneath every Impact story we did information about the event and where you could get tickets because I wanted to see Bound for Glory be a success, just like I want to see WrestleMania be a success, and I want to see every Ring of Honor in New Japan event be a success i'm a wrestling fan uh, first and foremost and you know i i've seen a, a big thing and, and i don't want to get into a whole we could maybe do a whole hour show on this but there there seems to be a big community out there where you have smarks and anti-smarks on, on the internet and one side picks one and one side picks the other and you know you either love the wwe or you love ring of honor in new japan you like indies or you like mainstream whatever you know when i sit down to eat and i look at a menu i like steak I like chicken. I like seafood. It's the same thing with pro wrestling. So why not just support? Why not take each one for what they are and appreciate that and support the product as a whole? And that's what I think our, our main goal is. I think that's a, a great comparison. Probably the best way you can look at it. You know, I always, it always kind of gets me, you know, that big argument, you know, who is the best promotion? What's the best style? It's really unfair to compare all of them. Because they're so different, and you kind of have you you have to take each for its greater qualities. To go away from the food analogy, maybe it's more like this: like I I when I go to watch this, first of all, I, it, except maybe Mondays and Tuesdays, and even then it it might be a crapshoot. Watching it live is almost not an option for me. It's usually on some sort of delay or or whatever, unless it's a pay per view. You know, there there are certain times when I will have to go back and watch something later. But again, it comes down to when you when you go to pick out a movie to watch, what mood are you in? Do you want to laugh? Do you want to cry? Do you want to fall in love? Do you want to be pissed? Do you want to jump off a bridge in a car? You know, I mean, you can pick anything you want. Well, you get the same thing in pro wrestling. So why do you just want one thing? Why, why is there a set of fans that it's all about Roman Reigns and John Cena and, you know, piss on Ring of Honor? But as soon as those Ring of Honor guys come to WWE, now they're superstars. That makes no sense. It, these guys are all talented. The organizations all put on good shows at, at times. They have bad shows at times. But they're all there for your consumption. You should appreciate it, you know, for what it is. And 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 love love the business, the sport that, that we all grew up, I think, watching and enjoying. I, and, and I think that's kind of what we're trying to bring back at thegirlposition.com is just – Hey, you know, this ain't rocket science, man. I mean, we're all doing this for fun, right? I, I perf perfectly said. Uh, wouldn't you agree there, Jargo? Absolutely, 100%. But New Japan's still better. <laughs> I love the New Japan product. I mean, <laughs> if, you wanted, if you wanted to rank it, I mean, again, I go back to do, you, do I want pure wrestling? Do I want comedy? Do I want this? Do I want that? You know, it all comes down to what I want. If, if I just want to watch it straight up, great wrestling match with the exception of a handful of guys in wwe it's hard for me to beat anything that i see in new japan at the same time wwe gives me some things on the television with their television product that i don't get from new japan oh, so 100 you know, it's 
six of one, half a dozen of the other is the way I see it. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, in addition to the actual the actual site, fans can also stay in touch with with all the exclusive features over on, on Facebook by looking up uh, the Grillization discussion group. You know, over there in the group, you Ryan, you recently released a video uh, of yourself, and you and you were hyping all these big things to come in 2018, not 2008, 2018. All the big things that are coming up on on the website. Uh, can can we get any uh, an exclusive scoop or some inside information of, of what you got brewing over there? Absolutely, that's just a holiday hangover, Rick. Is all it is. Is that's you're you're ten years behind because the holiday threw you off. It's turkey, it's dressing, it's all that's got your calendar screwed up. I think is all it is, my friend. I, Man, I, I don't even I don't even remember ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm sure I don't. Uh, but but as far as what we have going on now heading into next year well uh obviously we we launched our our t-shirts will be out at pro wrestling tees finally a month after we we went through a whole redesign but uh they'll be out of pro wrestling tees on monday um they're available also locally through us uh that won't do you guys any good because we're in illinois but um and I'm not monday too far I'm, away. So, I'm so 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 happy to announce uh we, we're typically, you would just be a website. We're not. Uh, I'm actually, we're, we're developing a marketing company, Lucretia Media Services. The GorillaPosition.com is, is basically the biggest arm of that. But also Mike has a production company, Myla, uh, which has produced our first uh, short form documentary. Um, and I, I can't give away too much on it, but we're releasing it Monday. Uh, and I already got to see it. I saw the sneak preview the other night, and then I saw the full form today. And I'm really excited about it because this is just one more platform that we're going in uh, with video. Uh, it's not a standard shoot, me sitting down talking across from somebody. I talk, he answers, blah, blah, blah. There is actual production uh, involved. Uh, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a fantastic, uh, just our first foray, as I like to say. It's our, it's our moon landing as far as doing video. And uh, hopefully we'll be on to Pluto someday. But, but I'm really excited about seeing... Uh, the response to this very first one. Why? Well, you know, it just it just seems over the top. I mean, to think knowing where you guys started to, to where you've come in such a short amount of time here, I'm very impressive. Congratulations beyond congratulations. There, uh, I know you know Jarko. I, I'm sure you can't wait to check that out. I, I know I won't. You know, that's the first thing I'm going to be looking for on Monday. I'm dying to see it because I don't know anything about it. I saw the video that Ryan posted the other day, and I was like, oh, they're making movies. I'm excited to see this. Yeah, well, we're not quite movie length yet, but we're, you know, we wanted to do something about about seven to ten minutes. You know, it's the internet attention span level of seven to ten minutes. Usually that's about the most you're going to get. So we, we're kind of exploring different links, different uh, topics, but... Just kind of wanted to roll. I, I really want everybody to see what Mike can do. Uh, he's he's also developing new graphics. I forgot to mention that. Uh, some interactive graphics. I, I kind of sent a preview out to everybody the other day on that. Um, they're kind of like, I like to refer to them as digital pop-up books. Uh, so you kind of get more into it than just your simple two-dimensional story. Um, so, you know, we're just looking to do anything different. We're looking to do anything that people come by and go, man, that's really friggin' cool. I want to stick around here for a while. And that's that's basically it. We just want to I've tried to describe us in a hundred different ways. I'm like, we're kind of the rolling stone of wrestling Internet or we're sort of the village boy. I don't know. Maybe we're People magazine. I don't know. You know, who we are. we're just we're the gorilla position dot com. The rolling stone are. comparison is probably about the closest I could think of. That's and I a think, really I good comparison. As, I think as we move uh, more into 2018 and we get into more features uh i'm i'm interested in i'm actually getting ready to put a siren out for some of the guys i know i want to do a feature length story about wrestling in alaska i think that's a fascinating topic i want to i want to uh broach into uh you know what it was like to wrestle you know in argentina in the 60s uh you know when when the country was in unrest you know things like that i think there's a lot of historical perspective there's a lot of modern day perspective that people don't delve into that might be boring to some people but i think eventually you you can teach reteach the audience that it's not all about who just had a sex tape released or who's pissed off and wants to quit the company you know that stuff's fine 
but there's a lot more to this business. There's a lot more meat behind everything to this business than just rumors and gossip. Well, I have a feeling when you finally, uh, when you finally do your Wrestle Kingdom documentary, uh, that uh, Jargo might become one of your very best friends, hoping that need a that you need a roadie. Hey, Jargo, I'll do you one better. I might be uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. Next that, that's year. what that's what I'm saying. He might want to be that roadie. He might be carrying your bags to the airport for you. We're we're gonna yeah, have I'm to gonna... discuss this off the air. I mean, I might I might be in his luggage if he's going to Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I look, I, I, uh, it, it wouldn't be the worst thing somebody tried to smuggle into Japan in the pro wrestling business. Let's Isn't just put that, it that the way. truth? <laughs> but yeah, we're looking forward to that. Looking forward to everything. I mean, it's it, it's kind of like one of those things that uh, you know, when you've grown, literally, we we're ten times bigger than we were in June. You know, and that wasn't that long ago. So every day is just kind of a, 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 it's Christmas. It's kind of a surprise. I wake up and check numbers and go, hey, we're getting bigger, you know, and, and obviously we're not there. We're not the biggest site in the world and probably never will be. Um, but at the end of the day, it's it's not really about that. Uh, I always say, I learned in radio that you can have the highest ratings in the world, but if you don't have any advertisers, you're not going to be on the air very long. Yep. And, and at the, at the, at the final, final, end all be all of all this is to be profitable and if we find an identity and a niche that's profitable we don't need a million people and and i think that's something else that's lost a lot in our industry as well jargo uh, any any other questions from you sir not at this time uh ryan anything anything else you'd like to put over here I just want to know, I mean, since you guys came on and said all these wonderful things about me, I guess I guess this means you guys are, we're getting the shirts, so you guys are going to get a couple free shirts, I'm assuming, right? That, those are part of the deal. Well, you know, what really, what really popped out to me, uh, I know that, that Jargo and I are pretty excited. We're planning ahead for it, and you're, you're over there in, in Illinois. You know, we're, we're already getting excited for Money in the Bank coming up in, in Chicago. So, that might, you know, that might be a perfect time for – the entire grillposition.com and the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast family to get together for, for a weekend of exclusives. Hitting the Marks triple threat. Yeah, and I'm actually, I'm in Southern Illinois, but I actually, uh, I'm a, a four-hour trip from Chicago, or maybe five from Chicago. And uh, yeah, that would be fantastic. It was in St. Louis last year, and I was actually in St. Louis and at the building and ended up going back to the hotel. I was up there with with my better half, and and we were like, you know what? I don't really want to stay for the show. <laughs> I was and I was like, I don't feel like staying. We had good seats and everything, and I was like, you know what? We're just gonna go back to the hotel and go get in the hot tub. So that's what we did. <laughs> so I actually skipped. I had already done like I'd Ring of Honor. I had a lot of stuff going on like Wrestling right in a row, and I actually ended up skipping the pay per view and uh, the ROH show. I, I we had that. We had Glory Pro with uh, Big Mike Elgin all right in a row there, and I. I had gotten there and got into the building and talked to a couple of people and said, you know, I think we're just going to go back to the hotel. So that, that tells you I'm not always a great wrestling fan. Tremendous. But Chicago, we can do. Perfect, man. If, hopefully, hopefully we're all still kicking. Uh, we're still thriving here in this pro wrestling game. I know we're excited. And we, we would love to hook up with you that weekend. You know, we weren't even thinking. We were just thinking about the, you know, NXT and the money in the bank. Now, now I'm even more excited. You bring up all these other great events that kind of surround those those big WWE moneymaker weekends. Yeah, and actually that area, Chicago, is so great for wrestling, especially if you want to go up and hit a couple shows for the weekend. Uh, Mike and his wife actually made the trip from Louisville up to see Shimmer uh, like a week or so ago, maybe two weeks ago, and loved it. Uh, you know, and obviously we with Mike being in Louisville, we have a great relationship with OVW. Um, uh, I big mike elgin's right up the road from me promoting glory pro wrestling close to st louis and and uh so we've got a lot of people locally that you know when when big mike brought in cody a couple months ago you know i'm right there you know so that was that was a great experience you know so you you get the chance i really think that networking especially on this level now with the way independent wrestling has taken off um you know if you know two or three really good uh, indie promoters, you're probably going to meet a lot of people in the business because they're bringing in a lot of names now. So uh, we may have to hit a couple sh- Chicago area shows and the pay-per-view if you guys are in the area. Partay. Can, cannot, cannot beat that. Well, I, you know, I guess uh, kind of in closing real quick before we kick it over the break, uh, Ryan, you said you're going to be able to stay on for some news with us, right? Some of, uh, some of the hot talking points of the week? 
Yes, sir. All right, then. Uh, before before we go to the, the break, you know, I just wanted to point out, you know, when when I am occasionally featured as a contributing columnist, huh, columnist <laughs> over at thegrillposition.com, you know, my my I, my articles are entitled "Reaching for the Ring." Uh, the concept behind those features is to highlight those that that are doing it right in the business of pro wrestling. Uh, those are who are laying it out there, doing it their way, carving their own path, and and reaching for greatness. And I honestly can't think of a better example than right here with the uh, with Mr. Ryan K. Bowman. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I I, I will say the same thing back to you guys, and and I'm I'm proud of uh, the strides that you guys have made. You know, and Rick, I, obviously, I I didn't know I didn't know Yargo before you guys got this going, but. You know, Rick, you and I have gotten to know each other on, you know, personally and and obviously through the business. And and uh, I'm 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 proud of what you're doing, my man. I'm 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 psyched that you guys are have got this thing rolling now. And and it just it, it's so weird. It seems like it's like an assembly line every day. There's something new popping up, you know, with you guys. So that that's great, man. And I appreciate all the kind words, believe me. And and just having the opportunity to come on and talk about the grillposition.com. You know, I mean, uh, we're in the business to promote ourselves. Let's face it. <laughs> so any opportunity you get the chance. You have to take it, you know. Well, well I guess on that, I was going to say, I guess on that, we'll kick to the other side. Hey, break, but I, I did want to give a little advice to Ryan. On the other side, you, you, you don't want to call him Yargo. You want to call him Jargo because he let, he will hold that in and bottle it up for weeks, and then you'll never hear then you'll never hear the end of it. I did it for 10 episodes before he corrected me. I apologize, sir. I hate. I, I, as an editor, I have a stickler for ac- I am a stickler for accuracy, so I will make sure that I pronounce the J. Ten, uh, ten weeks. Ten the, weeks. He let me do it before he corrected me. The ten episode rib. That was fantastic. <laughs> so that's going to do it for this episode. Originally, we had intended to record another segment with Ryan, but unfortunately, we just plain ran out of time for the day. Our uh, window of recording time closed. So. We're going to go ahead and ship this episode out, get it out into your ear holes so you can enjoy our interview with Ryan as much as we did. Make sure that you check out Ryan over at thegorillaposition.com. Of course, thank you very much for tuning into the episode. Our next time into your ear holes will be Monday morning when Rick and I join Big Ray over in the locker room. Until then, you can follow the show on Twitter at HTMPWPod, on Facebook at Hitting the Marks. Shoot us an email at hitting the marks at gmail.com you can find me across all social media platforms at not jargo rick how do the stalkers find you the message can find me on twitter at the real rbv as always i'd like to invite all the listeners out there to join us you know join us over on facebook and the hameen media discussion group daily interactive features and some some great conversation involving all the hot topics from around the world of professional wrestling Again, a major thank you to Ryan K. Bowman of thegorillaposition.com. You know, everyone needs to get get on a regular routine. Every day, I am talking every day. Head on over there. Check out what's going on. You know, possibly the biggest perk, though, every time you head on over to thegorillaposition.com, you're going to find some awesome content from us here at the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. You know, our new episodes, they drop every Thursday and Saturday. Plus, on Mondays and Tuesdays, you know, we're the ones offered up your Raw and SmackDown Live previews. All right, that's it for today. On behalf of Rick, Ryan, myself, happy Turkey Weekend. We're off like a prom dress. See you next week. Crunch your fingers. Label me. I don't give a f- I'll be your bad guy. Across the
Podcast. Violet! 